Hello and welcome to the podcast for the October issue of The Lancet Oncology. My name is Marcia and today we will be talking about two trials about adjuvant radiotherapy versus early salvage radiotherapy in prostate cancer. Our first speaker is Dr. Paul Sargus from Institut Berconnier in France to discuss the GETUC AFU-17 trial. And then we'll have Dr. Andrew Newborn from the Royal North Shore Hospital and University of Sydney in Australia to talk about the results from the RAVES trial. Welcome both. And we start with Dr. Paul Sargus. So thank you very much for joining us today. And my first question was to please briefly describe the, the importance of comparing adjuvant radiotherapy versus early stage salvage radiotherapy for men with localized prostate cancer. Okay, thank you. My name is Paul Sargos. I'm a radiation oncologist in Bergogne, which is a comprehensive care center in Bordeaux in France. I'm also the PI of the GETUGAFU-17 study. First of all, thank you for giving me the opportunity to present our data about post-operative radiotherapy for patients with prostate cancer. So to understand the importance of comparing adjuvant versus salvage radiotherapy for men with localized prostate cancer treated surgically, we have to move, to move back more than 20 years ago. Radical prostatectomy is and was known to be a standard treatment for patients with localized prostate cancer, demonstrating excellent long-term outcomes. However, a third of the patients will have pathological high-risk features, including extracapsular extension, seminal vesicle involvement, and or positive surgical margin on the final pathology. And it is well known that these risk factors increase the likelihood of biochemical recurrence, providing a rationale for adjuvant radiotherapy trials. In this context, in the 90s, the SWOG, the EORTC, and the German Cancer Society has built three prospective randomized studies comparing adjuvant radiotherapy to observation after radical prostatectomy. These three studies, which included patients with high risk factors on pathology, reported better long-term biochemical and or clinical control rate in favor of adjuvant radiotherapy and controversial long-term outcome results, especially from the SWOG trial. Also, they report a higher rate of genitourinary, sexual, and gastrointestinal uh, toxicity in the adjuvant radiotherapy arm. In these studies assessing adjuvant radiotherapy, interestingly, 30 to 50% of the patients allocated to observations did not experiment this is relapse. Knowing that, by proposing adjuvant radiotherapy to everybody, we might be over-treating patients and giving them unnecessary toxicity. Despite the positive of these three randomized phase three trials, and despite only retrospective evidence in favor of uh, observation policy, observation followed by salvage radiotherapy proposed as biochemical failure had been widely adopted in daily practice by the radiation oncologist and the urologist community. So in the 21st century, the optimal timing of post-operative uh, radiotherapy still remains controversial for cooperative scientific societies. In France, we conducted the GETUGAFU-17 trial to compare immediate following radical prostatectomy adjuvant radiotherapy versus early salvage radiotherapy following surgery in terms of oncological and safety outcome. Thank you. And um, what are the main findings of your study? Um, the GETUGAFU-17 study is a randomized open-label multi-center phase three trial. Men with localized adenocarcinoma of the prostate treated by radical prostatectomy with or without pelvic lymph node dissection, stage PT3 or PT4A 
with positive margin disease were eligible. Patients were randomly allocated to either immediate adjuvant radiotherapy or delayed salvage radiotherapy at the time of biochemical relapse, combined with six months of androgen deprivation therapy. The CTV, the clinical target volume, included the prostate bed treated at 66 gray, and pelvic lymph nodes could be included at the physician's discretion, receiving 46 gray. The primary, the primary outcome of our study was the event-free survival. This defined as the time interval from randomization to first documented event, either disease relapse, biochemical progression, or death. Biochemical relapse before initiating salvage radiation treatment, not considered as an event, was defined as a PSA level above 0.2, confirmed at four weeks. So this is an early salvage strategy. Secondary outcomes were overall survival, metastasis-free survival, incidence of acute and late toxicity, and then quality of life evolution. The efficacy and the safety analysis was done in an intent-to-treat population. The study was designed initially to show a 10% increase in five years event-free survival from 60% with early salvage radiotherapy to 70% with adjuvant radiotherapy with a hazard ratio of 0.7. Under this hypothesis, 242 event-free survival events were needed at final analysis. But consequently, the study plan to enroll 718 patients in five years. In May 2016, the Independent Data Monitoring Committee recommended early termination of the trial. Why? Because at that time, only 12 of the 242 events awaited for the primary outcomes analysis had been reported. Finally, as the Getugafu group was contacted by the radicals team to participate in the artistic meta-analysis, it was decided to use the meta-analysis as the time point for our study presented today. When the enrollment was stopped, 424 patients had been randomly allocated to the adjuvant radiotherapy or the salvage radiotherapy arm. In this study, median age was 64 years. The majority of patients had PT3A, negative lymph node status, and a Gleason score of seven. Median follow-up from randomization was 75 months. In the salvage radiotherapy arm, 54% of the patients had initiated study treatment related to a biochemical relapse. The median PSA level was 0.24 in the salvage radiotherapy arm, confirming the early salvage strategy. What are the main findings of this study? We report no difference in event-free survival rates between adjuvant radiotherapy and salvage radiotherapy. However, as expected, adjuvant radiotherapy significantly increased grade 2 and more genitourinary sexual toxicities in the adjuvant radiotherapy arm compared to the salvage radiotherapy arm. The quality of life at two years was similar between arms. And in the end, it is possible to conclude that salvage radiotherapy could spare some men with radical twist. I make pause. So in the end, it is possible to conclude that salvage radiotherapy could spare some men treated with radical prostatectomy from radiotherapy and its toxicity without compromising oncological safety. Then, based on these results, what do you think are the potential clinical implications of your trial? This is an important trial. From the Getugafun 17 trial, we have shown 
salvage radiotherapy could spare half of men from receiving radiotherapy and its toxicity. No difference in event-free survival rate was shown between the adjuvant and the salvage radiotherapy arm, although the analysis lacked statistical power. Due to this statistical limitation, the question about the best postoperative policy to propose after radical prostatectomy, but also which patient could still benefit from the adjuvant approach, are still valid. How to give the best answer to these questions? Two other studies, the RAISE and the RADICALS ART phase three trials, will help to highlight the best timing for postoperative radiotherapy. Moreover, the artistic meta-analysis has been presented during the ESPMO 2019 by Claire Val from the MRC, and the meta-analysis showed no evidence that event-free survival was improved with adjuvant radiotherapy compared to a policy of salvage radiotherapy, with five years event-free survival remaining unchanged at 88%. Results were consistent across trials. So, in the next future, this meta-analysis, including RAIDS, Radicals, RT, and GETUGAFU-17 trials, will strongly assess the impact of adjuvant versus early salvage radiotherapy treatments on long-term outcomes, such as overall survival, metastasis for survival. Because of the limited power of this trial taken uh, individually, Statistic is really a unique opportunity to evaluate the impact of radiotherapy timing across patients or groups. Well, thank you very much. I think these are very interesting results and we are very keen to have them published in our journal. Thank you. We will hear now from Dr. Andrew Newbong. Thank you very much for joining us today. Could you please give a background for your study and describe its main aims? I think the RAVES trial addresses quite an important area in prostate cancer management. Um, as most people know, prostate cancer is very common, affecting one in 10 people, and a radical prostatectomy is the most common treatment used for that. But even if you go through surgery, 25% relapse, and almost half relapse if you've got some high-risk features such as positive margins or extra prostatic extension. Now, when this study was designed nearly 15 years ago, there were three large randomised trials that showed that giving radiotherapy to the prostate bed within four months of the operation halved the risk of recurrence. And so subsequent guidelines that are still active today recommend that all men with high-risk features after a prostatectomy, such as positive margins or extra prostatic extension, um, should be referred to have a discussion about adjuvant radiotherapy. However, there, a lot of people have concerns about this recommendation. People feel you're over-treating 50% of patients and you're exposing, if you give adjuvant radiotherapy, you're exposing all patients to the potential side effects of radiotherapy. And there's also the problem with those three trials 15 years ago is that those trials didn't give salvage radiotherapy at an early stage. And there's increasing data that if you give radiotherapy as soon as you're confident the PSA is rising to a level such as 0.2, then it may be equally effective. And hence, the RAVES trial was born, and we're really proud of the acronym Radiotherapy Adjuvant Versus Early Salvage. So this is a collaborative trials group study run by both TROG and ANZUP across all of Australia and New Zealand, involving 32 centres, and we randomised 333 patients to, with high-risk features after a prostatectomy to either adjuvant radiotherapy within four to six months of the operation or watching them closely and if the PSA started rising to a level of 0.2, then we gave radiotherapy. 
And we really wanted to show that an approach of watching people closely and giving early salvage radiotherapy, that was equivalent or non-inferior to an approach of adjuvant radiotherapy. And where these aims met, so what, what are the main results of this trial, just briefly? Yeah, and I'll give a qualified yes to the answer. Both arms in the study did incredibly well, and we actually had 86% of patients in both arms at five years having an undetectable PSA, which in the majority of cases will mean that they're cured of their cancer. Half of the patients in the salvage approach, when you keep an eye on them, did relapse, but early salvage radiotherapy resulted in a very equivalent biochemical control. And so I think any doctors, any clinicians looking at this sort of data would say, look, the rates of control are very equivalent and would favour the approach of early salvage radiotherapy. I said initially a qualified yes, because statistically we didn't meet our predetermined criteria for non-inferiority. So it had to be a hazard ratio under 1.48. And because of our high cure rates, we weren't under that statistical barrier. So we have an argument between statisticians and clinicians where statisticians say you haven't proven non-inferiority and clinicians say crumbs, they look very similar to me. And so I think most people regard results of the RAISE trial as practice changing and that early salvage is comfortable. And it so happens there's been an international collaboration between the Radicals group and a French JETAG group, and we're combining our results together in the meta-analysis that are being published at the same time, which have shown consistency amongst all these three trials. So I think our aims have been met and early salvage will be deemed equivalent. And can you please just briefly comment uh, on the toxicity of both treatments? Are they similar or different? Bowel toxicity used to be the bane of our existence, and so we were very pleased that bowel toxicity was very low in the study. But there was significant urinary toxicity that was seen, and it's always hard to know what is caused by the surgery and what is caused by the radiation. Approximately 25% of all the patients in the adjuvant arm at any one time, we're complaining of moderate or severe problems. And in the observation arm, the rate was consistently lower, five to 10% lower. And with our statistical tests, it did show that giving radiotherapy to everyone did increase the overall rate of what we call genitourinary or urinary toxicity. Now we are, there's a lot of data on quality of life and clinician graded toxicity and we're planning forthcoming analyses to further evaluate um, the degree of toxicity, but there is increased toxicity with giving radiotherapy routinely, and that's another reason to favour the salvage approach. Thank you. So based on both these main results and toxicity, what are the main implications of this trial for clinical practice? One of the really incredibly satisfying things for me as a clinician managing these patients on a daily basis is that this trial has changed my practice. You know, when I see a patient who's really worried after an operation because the report says they've got a positive margin, I tell them, you don't need any treatment. It's safe to wait. When I see a patient with the PSA starting to rise to 0.06 from 0.01, I tell them that it's safe to wait until the PSA is 0.2. That gives time for the patient to recover. It gives time to know how quickly it is rising. That gives important information whether, in fact, they need treatment. And also, when the PSA starts getting to that level, we're now having new scans like PSMA PET scanning that can start seeing where the cancer is located to further tailor our treatment approaches. So I think 
It's an important piece in a puzzle for managing men with relapse cancer after an operation, but I think it's a very important piece. Well, thank you. I think these are very exciting results and thank you for agreeing to speak to us today. Absolute pleasure. I would like to say again, thank you to both of our speakers today. The Get Took AFU 17 and the Rails trials can now be found online at lancetoncology.com and in our October issue. But I would also like to invite you to read about two other studies on adjuvant radiotherapy versus early salvage radiotherapy in prostate cancer published this week in The Lancet. One led by Chris Parker and Matt Sides, the Radicals RT trial, and the artistic meta-analysis led by Claire Val.